About a month ago in Australia, some lawmakers there got very upset with Google, and a few senators started speaking up about it. Effectively, you're saying it's Google's way or the highway. Seems to me that you just want to keep putting roadblocks in the way. This whole uh, code is not about uh, in any way breaking the internet. It's about breaking your bank account. All we've got today is effectively your threats and your blackmail. It's a pillar of, of smoke. They're angry because Google is threatening to cut off search for everyone in Australia. And Google is making that threat because the Australian government might start forcing big tech companies like Google to pay news organizations. And those tech companies are not happy about it. I would say the stakes are very, very high for Google and Facebook. And it basically set the stage for a world-leading law that would essentially make uh, Google and Facebook have to pay media companies for news. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. It's Tuesday, February 16th. Coming up on the show, how a battle between Australia and some of the world's biggest tech companies could change the rules of the internet. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash journal. Terms and conditions apply. Our colleague Mike Cherney covers corporate news in Australia. He's been in Sydney for about five years, and although he hasn't picked up an accent yet, he is starting to pick up a few new phrases. So, like, my favorite Australian slang word is uh, squiz. Squiz. Which means have a look, basically. So if you're, like, walking through the shopping center, you could say, oh, let's go have a squiz in that store. And that would be, like, a totally acceptable thing to say. Mike has been having a squiz at this back and forth between the Australian government and the tech companies. And he says that in order to understand why the Australian government wants tech companies to pay for news, you have to go back a few decades. I guess you can go back to the 90s, right? You know, the news industry overall just totally misunderstood what the internet was going to be and, and basically uh, was like one of the only industries that decided they were going to give away their content for free online. In the 1990s and early 2000s, most media organizations thought that if you built a big online audience, you could figure out a way to make money off it later. But for most news organizations, it didn't really work out that way. Instead, the industry tanked and has been scrambling to reinvent itself ever since. Consumers have come to realize that there's so much free content out there, like why pay for a physical newspaper anymore? I mean, since 2008, people have been getting more and more of their news online. Traditional advertising has sort of dried up for legacy media companies. And uh, as a result, more people are dependent on Facebook and Google to basically find articles. And while the transition to online has been bad for news organizations, it's been great for tech giants. Because when you Google something, the answer Google gives you is often coming from a news website. 
And most of the ads you see along the way are probably going into Google's pocket. And for news organizations that are hemorrhaging money, that's infuriating. I think that what they want is they want the tech companies to pay them money. They want a slice of the pie, right? I mean, that's, I think, is the ultimate goal. And there's a lot of revenue slashing around there that they want. But it's been a losing battle for news organizations to convince Silicon Valley to pay. These big tech companies, Google and Facebook, are effectively monopolies, right? Google is so dominant on search that as a newspaper, like, you need your articles to appear on their search to have anybody find your stuff. And it's not like you can be like, oh, uh, I don't like Google search, so I'm going to only have my stuff appear on another, like, search engine. Like, that's just not how it works. Google's your sort of only bet. And then if, like, one tiny publisher in Australia doesn't feel like they're being treated fairly, like, it doesn't really matter to Google because Google's a gigantic global business. So media organizations around the world, including News Corp, the parent company of the Wall Street Journal, have started asking governments to step in. And that's exactly what the proposed law in Australia is trying to do. I mean, Google makes a ton of money out of Australian advertisers. They make money by including news articles from Australian media companies in their search engine. I mean, yeah, Google does employ a lot of people in Australia, and they do invest in Australia as well. But I think at the end of the day, the government feels that Google is reaping way more benefits than they're giving back. The Australian parliament started making moves back in 2017, saying they would look into digital platforms like Google and Facebook. They put out a final report, you know, a couple years later in 2019 that basically suggested increased regulation to govern the relationship between the tech companies and the newspaper companies. I think early last year, the government finally stood up and said, we're going to pass a law that will make Google and Facebook pay for news. The proposed law only applies to tech companies of a certain size, which right now means only Google and Facebook. And if those companies can't come to an agreement with news publishers on their own about how much to pay, they're forced into a complicated arbitration process. The tech giants aren't taking this proposal lightly. In response, they've made some big threats. That's after the break. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com journal. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by KPMG. The people at KPMG make the difference for their clients. Talented teams leveraging the right technology to uncover insights that illuminate opportunity. KPMG teams together with their clients, working shoulder to shoulder to help grow and transform their enterprise. Are you ready to make the difference together? Go to visit.kpmg.us backslash transformation to learn more. Is there anything uniquely Australian about all this? There is a a saying in Australia called like the tall poppy syndrome. So basically what that phrase means is that if somebody becomes too successful, there's a sort of urge to cut them down, right? Cut down the tall poppy, like make sure everybody's on the same playing field. So that's kind of what's happening here with Facebook and Google, right? These are big, gigantic global companies. And I think people here feel like up until now, they've been able to push 
the Australian media companies around. And I guess the politicians eventually felt like, you know, they've become too tall. We have to kind of cut them down to size. Australia decided that they could cut the tech companies down to size by forcing them to pay news organizations for their content. Facebook and Google did not take this lightly. First, Facebook threatened to start blocking users from sharing news articles. And a few months later, during a parliamentary hearing, I declare open this hearing of the Senate Economics Legislation Committee. Google made an even bigger threat. During one of the hearings, Google's managing director for Australia, Mel Silva, was testifying. Now, I would like to start by saying that Google is committed to achieving a workable news media bargaining code. In its current form, the code remains unworkable. And if it became- she basically told the committee that they would have no choice but to shut down search if this law were to become passed. If this version of the code were to become law, it would give us no real choice but to stop making Google Search available in Australia. Google's threat to turn off search in Australia made a big splash. Today, Google fired their biggest shot yet. Google is still not happy and willing to abandon the Australian market. It's a dummy spit that really would break the internet here. The tech giant has been accused of blackmail. I think they're trying to hold a gun to our head in these negotiations. The same day uh, that she made that threat, the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, was asked about this extreme sort of outcome that Google said would happen. And uh, he was quite sort of hostile towards Google. Australia makes our rules for things you can do in Australia. You know, we have our own laws and rules and processes here in Australia, and we're going to do that. And that's how things work here in Australia. And people who want to work with that in Australia, you're very welcome. But we don't respond to threats. But Google doubled down and made a video for everyone in Australia to see. If you were in Australia and you went to Google search, you would get like a banner ad from Google saying, Google's been in the news recently. And there was a link to a YouTube video in which Mel Silva was there. If you're like most Australians, you use Google search to find and learn things online. Whether it's help with homework, an easy dinner recipe, or directions to the local takeaway shop. Yeah, she was basically just like behind a desk or behind a table, uh, just sort of giving you like a lecture about why this law was a bad idea. And I think that some people just felt like they were being sort of maybe talked down to a bit. But a proposed new law, the News Media Bargaining Code, would break how Google search works in Australia. Now, I know that sounds pretty full on, but it's true. A lot of people sort of compared that ad to being called into the principal's office. Google says the law is a bad idea and that it sets a precedent that the company does not want. If Australia can pull this off, then, you know, other countries could follow suit. So this changes the sort of relationship between news organizations and the tech companies. And while Australia is a small market, it is an English-speaking, democratic country that has many similarities to lots of gigantic markets like the U.S. So, I mean, if Australia were to do this, which it sort of seems like they are on the path to doing, it could set a very dangerous precedent for Google. Other places, like the U.S. and Europe, are already considering similar regulations that could force tech giants to pay. Google says a global shift toward paying to link to sites could damage the internet as we know it. If they had to start paying newspaper companies for placing links to news articles on their search engine, then they could, in theory, have to pay every business for everything that appears on the search engine. Essentially, they're saying it's incompatible with the way the internet works. 
They say that the whole point of the internet is basically predicated on free sharing of information. You're basically opening a Pandora's box for changing how the internet works. Google has made a counteroffer. Its plan is to pay news organizations, but on Google's terms. What Google has said is they have this new product called News Showcase. So this is a new product that they are rolling out globally. And they said that they've set aside a billion U.S. dollars over a three-year period to basically license content from media companies all over the world. And what this product basically is, is it's a special tab that has news articles curated in a sort of visual way. So Google has said that instead of having the Australian law apply to the entire Internet, you know, we are happy to negotiate with publishers for um, licensing deals for this new product. That's their sort of main counteroffer to this law. But the government is saying we want this to apply not just to this news showcase thing, but to all of search. Correct. Google's news showcase does seem to be gaining some traction. On Monday, Google came to an agreement with Seven West Media, a major publisher in Australia. Google will pay Seven West to share content in its news showcase. And Mike says he thinks there will be other compromises too, and that Google will probably find a way not to shut down its search engine in Australia. I think many people sort of after the threat was made sort of thought it was mostly posturing, right? It was trying to kind of ramp up the pressure on the government. Yeah, I mean, it would be bad not only for Google, but also for small businesses in Australia that rely on Google search for advertising. You know, Google, I think, by making that threat was sort of reminding the government that they do have a fairly large office in Australia. They do employ a lot of people. So yeah, I mean, shutting down search would, I think, be a bad outcome for everyone, really. But Google isn't the only search engine in the world. Wouldn't Microsoft's Bing see an opportunity in Australia? Oh yeah, they definitely were licking their chops Even though this new law in Australia, as it is currently written, would not immediately apply to Microsoft, they said that they would be more than happy to, like, sign up to the law's obligations and do business in Australia as the government wanted. What do you think is going to ultimately happen with this bill? I think it will pass. There's two big opposition parties. Both of them, in principle, supported the law. I think that they'll probably vote to pass it. Regardless of whether this law passes or not, how do you think the relationship between Google, governments, and the news business is changing? So I think that it's becoming increasingly clear that uh, the tech companies need to pay something uh, to the media companies for news, right? I mean, just a few years ago, that was a very open question. You could even argue that the answer was solidly no. This idea that the tech companies can just pay nothing for this content now, I think, is going out the window. The question now is how should they pay and under what mechanism should they pay? We're going to move into a world where these tech companies are going to have to pay something for their content in some way. Exactly how that happens is sort of remains to be seen. But I think that's a gigantic shift globally that we're currently witnessing. That's all for today, Tuesday, February 16th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. If you like the show, follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen. We're out every weekday afternoon. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.